Monday to you, sweetheart. This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Lapisha from Arizona. We agree this morning. Anybody else chime in? They want to say good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing, yeah. sis? This is Moxie. Happy Good Monday. Morning. Happy Monday. Good to hear you. Happy Monday. Oh, God. God is so good, y'all. Yeah. I love you guys. Good morning. This is JR. Happy Monday. Good morning, good morning, happy Monday. Anybody else on the line like to say good morning? Hey, good morning. This is JR. Happy Monday. Good morning. Brother. Happy Monday to you. I didn't catch your name. What did you say your name was? This is JR. JR. Thank you, brother. Good morning, sister. Yes, blessings and honor. They all belong to you, Lord. Thank you for blessing not just me, but us. Happy Monday, Declare Victory. Have a blessed day. It's Restore Rochelle. <laughs> Thank you, Monday, sis. Love you. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, sister. Good morning. Can you keep me in your prayers? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Having some issues, so I just uh, when are you guys to please pray for me? Yes, <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. We agree with this morning. Did anybody else join the call? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Happy Monday. Morning, Chris. Happy Monday. Thank you for sending out that prayer request over the weekend, too. Much needed. Yeah. Good morning. Happy Mighty Monday. This is Danielle. Oh, yes, Danielle. Thank you for joining us today. 
Does anybody else want to say good morning before I get started with the business at hand? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Have a great day. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Thank you for joining us. Happy Monday to you, too. Thank you. Anyone else? All right, well, before we get started, I ask that you can take a look at your listening device and make sure the standard mute button is pressed. We want to make sure because the call is being recorded and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday to each and every one of you. I'm Leticia from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us here on the Declared Victory Call. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the remainder of April, where our monthly theme has been entitled Mindset. The declarers have been and will remain focused on the importance of having the right mindset to follow Christ and execute out his will. Make sure that you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters. It's for marriage couples or marriage hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. There are no prayer requests requests submitted on the app. There was one spoken one, and it's from our sister Susie. And we just want to pray for her situation, Lord. You know what that is. <coughs> As if you know each and every one of us. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. The declaration will be brought by Philip. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. Again, the order of the call is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. The declaration will be brought by Philip. Then we'll go right back in the closing comments posted by the declarer. The scripture reading for today is from Psalm chapter 115, verse 12, and it reads, The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I would like for you to triple check your phones or your other listening devices to make sure the standard mute button is pressed. Because the call has been recorded and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. As I now pass the call to the prayer warrior for today, Christina Joy. Have a blessed day, y'all. Abba Father, we thank you for this morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy, for your kindness and for your love, and for your word, for your word never fails. Thank you for partnering us in with us in prayer and uniting our hearts with God. For we know that we're two or three are gathered in your name during the list. Uh, and you said that whatever we find on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And if we agree upon anything here on earth, it will be done by our Father in heaven. So we ask that you would loose your peace on this call this morning. Let grace and peace be ours in abundance. That you would allow for there to be a renewing of our minds as we give of ourselves as a living sacrifice. That our minds shall be rested and reset that our minds shall be sharp and our thinking is not dull or cloudy in judgment or confused, that you would give us singleness of mind, sureness of our minds, and we shall not have any anxiety or worry in our minds, that our minds shall be filled with your perfect love, which casts out our fear. For you did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love. We shall have the mind of Christ, thinking on godly thoughts, whatever that may be true or honorable or just or pure, that we will think and meditate on whatever is lovely and commendable, things of excellence, anything worthy of praise, that we will think continually about these things. We lift up to you, our sister Lisa. Pastor Kathy, that you would release upon them comfort and peace during the time of mourning as you collect every single tear that they may shed, that you would bring to their remembrance the memories of their loved ones that would replace tears of sorrow with tears of joy that you would cover them with your feathers and that they can rest in your secret place. For he who dwells in the secret place and abides under the shadow of the Almighty. We'll have the hedge of protection and the sh- that you can only bring 
from being in that place. That you will be their sun and their shield, their strong tower. I lift up Susie to you today. That you would allow for her to have a power to continue to keep going in spite of any circumstance where you came to heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. I thank you right now for binding up any wounds that she may have on her heart, replacing any thoughts tied to sorrow and pity and depression with thoughts that are worthy of your praise, that there will be a transformation and a renewing of the posture that she operates in. I ask that you would allow for there to be wise counsel in this nation this day. We lift up the president, we lift up the leaders in government. We lift up those in our local government, police force. And we ask that you would allow for them to be surrounded by those who fear you. For you said that if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. So we come humbly before you this morning. knowing that we have nothing to give you but a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart. But need everything that you can possibly give us in this hour, in this moment and in this second, that you would have mercy upon us according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercy. That you would cleanse us from any sins so these prayers be not hindered that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, that you would restore to us the joy of our salvation for the joy of the Lord is our strength and not take your Holy Spirit away from us, but instead uphold us by your generous spirit so that we can teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted unto you, that as we open our mouths and we show forth our praise, we do so knowing that as a deer pants for water, so our soul pants for thee. Cover all of us with the tailor-made armor of God, the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace, sandals and the sword of the spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith, which we use to quench every flaming arrow of the enemy. For we know that without faith, it is impossible to please you. So we come boldly before your throne of grace during our time of need. And as we begin to take our phones off of mute and release of sound into the heavens, let it reverberate in the courts of heaven and be presented before your throne and golden bolts of incense with a sweet smelling aroma. Let us have the confidence of knowing that if we ask anything according to your will, that you hear us. And if we ask, and if we know that we ask what you want for us that we already have possession of it. 
So right now we come to you. And we ask that you would allow for there to break through atmosphere on the call. We ask for you to allow for there to be a deliverance that is set forth. That you would deliver us from the guilt of bloodshed. That you would deliver us from anything that the enemy may try to use to hold us back. But you allow us to walk in uprightness as we worship, we fear, and adore you. And for you save us, for you gave us Jesus who died for our sins. So cover these prayers with the blood, the blood that cries out for David and for mercy. Thank you for being our light and our salvation, for being the strength of our life. For your grace, oh God. Lord, thank you, oh God, for your comfort. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We your loving arms and love. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. Thank you for being letting us walk in supernatural peace today. We praise you. We thank you for walking in the mind. We thank you right now that our faith is fixed and immovable, that we are establishing your plans this morning. And as the declarer comes forth, I thank you for selecting and raising him up as a warrior, that you have anointed him with your holy oil and you will steady him with your hand, that you have made him strong. As he walks with a humbleness of mind, I thank you that your faithfulness and unfailing love will be with him. And by your authority, he will grow in power as you extend his rule over the sea and his dominion over the rivers. That if he gives us the words that only come from you during this declaration, that his tongue 
and his words are seasoned with grace. And the enemy is not allowed to pervert any of the words that come out of his mouth to guard us against the spirit of offense this day. And that the words he speaks will be a word that is in season to him who is weary. Thank you for the prayers that went forth this morning as you have covered them with the blood of Jesus so that the adversary cannot try to hinder, delay, or alter the answers to our prayers. For you are not a respecter of persons and your word never returns back to you, Lord. And because you said in Numbers 14:28, surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do the very things that I heard you say. So all we have to do is act. And it shall be given, seeking we shall find, knock and the door be open. So we welcome you in this day. And we say, Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Philip, if you're on the line, now is your turn. Give me one second, family. Let me try to reach out. Hang tight, family, you'll be right on. Hello, hello. Do you all hear me? Yes, sir. We yeah, can hear you. Amen. Amen. How is everybody? I'm excited. Listen, it has been a doozy for me these last few days. Um, in a Jesus type of way. 
a doozy as a Jesus in a Jesus type of way. There's been a whole lot going on in a great, in a mighty way. So not only am I overjoyed, I'm always happy to be on here because I have so much love first for Miss Dion, so much love for her, and I appreciate anybody, you know, who has a heart like her, who's, who's just going to be honest, who's going to be real. But then on top of that, in doing that, coming on here um, over all of this time, you know, I've been coming on now since um, late 2017. I've been coming on here. And I just absolutely love um, the vibe on here. Um, a lot of you all um, I've grown very fond of. And so I love this line. This line is, is really, really popping. And this topic that we're touching on, I think it's so, so important. But I really, truly believe that there is a miracle um, that's coming forth from what it is that you all are touching on, on this line. I really believe there is a miracle. I believe what God is really saying is that he's renewing the minds, renewing the mindset of every single person that is on here, that he's doing something fresh and new, that some of you who maybe have been the same person, there's been no change, there's been no shift, you just come on a line just for the sake of coming on. I mean, you know, you come on, you you want to hear something, you want to get something, you know, but you don't apply what it is you're hearing. Um, maybe you jump on here and there, you know. I just really believe that from what is going on um, and what's been spoken about, God is about to do something really, really powerful in your life because now is that time of reckoning. Now is that time of shifting. I think God is about to really take Miss Dion to a whole nother level, a whole nother place. Um, I, I really sense like, especially like around the summertime, um, but I'll, I'll just see him starting to open up some doors because it's, it's been a lot of wine that has been pressed up. I'm talking about spiritual wine. You know, there's been a lot of it um, that's been, you know, new wine being pressed up. It's been a lot of oil. It's been pressed up. A lot of crushing, you know, things she's endured. Um, and I want to let you all know, I'm not saying this from a, from a place of stuff that she told me. Um, I'm just saying this, you know, by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So, in saying all of that, because I think it's important to know where we are prophetically so we understand how to move. Um, I'm going to add this scripture um, into the pot of all of the things that have been happening because with, with God about to take Miss Dion to another place, that means this line is going to go to another place. And so, therefore, it requires a shifting in the name of Jesus. 
And so, Father, I thank you so much for what it is that you are doing for this line. I thank you, Lord God, for the mindsets. I thank you, Lord, that you are transforming, that you are renewing, that you are transfiguring. Lord, for the mindsets of those that are on this line. Father, I bless them. I bless this line in the name of Jesus. And I decree, Lord God, that no good thing will you withhold for them who walk uprightly in you. Lord God, I pray, let the anointing be released for a mindset shift. Lord God, begin to pluck up anything that is not like you. Father, we pray, Lord God, that there would be such a tangible anointing. Lord God, just release today that it would be impossible for our minds to stay in the same place. Do something fresh, something new. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Now, Psalms, I mean, not Psalms, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Now, I know um, a lot of people are familiar with this verse, but we're going to go in on this today. Proverbs is the book of wisdom. And so there's wisdom in this particular verse. And it says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The first part is what I'm going to touch on. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, This verse is touching on how somebody thinks, whatever is in our heart, this is who we are. How we think is what we end up being. You know, the Bible says that the things in our life come from our heart. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 23, the Bible says how out of the heart proceeds the issues of life. In other words, all of the things in our life that happen start first in our heart. Now, why am I touching on the heart? Because in Romans 12, verse 2, And yes, I'll give us scriptures for all of these things so you all can see for where we're going. In Romans 12, verse 2, the Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word renewing also means transforming. It means transfiguring. It's the same word that was used for transfigure when Jesus was on the mountain. Transfigured. But when you look up that word mind, it's the word noose, N-O-U-S, that also means soul. And if you do a study on the word soul, it shows how the soul is contained in the heart area. The soul is contained in the heart area. So the mind 
the mind is connected to the soul because why? Our soul is what? Our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. So the mind is part of the soul, and the soul is in the heart area. The mind is part of the soul, and the soul is in the heart area. So when we're talking about a new mindset, it's almost the equivalent of saying a new soul set. Or to take it deeper than that, a new heart set. A new mindset is basically saying a new heart set. Hallelujah. A new heart set. So, if we shift our mind, it's really shifting our heart. I'm going to say that again. If we're shifting our mind, we're really shifting our heart. I really hope you all are getting this because of where we're about to go today. All right? So do you know that the word brain is not mentioned one time in the Bible? Yeah, the word brain is not mentioned one time in the Bible. So when we're talking about the mind, the mind is not found in the brain like you and I usually associate the mind with. The mind is actually found in the area of the soul, which is actually in the heart. So when we're talking about a mindset, we're really talking about a heart set, talking about a heart posture, heart. And going back to Proverbs 23, verse 7, it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That word think also means to not only think, but listen to this. It also means to calculate. As someone calculates in their heart, so are they. Do you know that it also means to split or to open? As a man opens in his mind, so is he. Or to take it a step further, it also means to act as a gatekeeper. To act as a gatekeeper. So as as someone acts as a gatekeeper in their mind, so are they. I'm going to say it again. As a person acts as a gatekeeper in their heart, so are they. I'm going to stay on this gatekeeper for a minute because a gatekeeper, back in biblical terms, or biblical days in the Old Testament, that gatekeeper was that person who was responsible for letting things in, letting things out. That gatekeeper was that one who sat there and was like, ah, oh, if, if this thing is dangerous, I'm not trying to let this thing in. 
oh, this thing is okay. I'm going to let this thing in. A gatekeeper had a very, very important job because what the gatekeeper let in knew that whatever they let in, it can affect every single thing that they were letting uh, this thing into. So a gatekeeper wasn't as quick to let someone in who they believed may be a thief, may be a robber, and they, at the end of the day, they weren't trying to let anybody in who they felt was not in alignment or out of order with the king. So you would have a watchman who would be on the watchtower, and the watchman would be watching out. And when the watchman would see, look, and if they saw someone from afar, that they felt, mm-mm, no, we don't need to let them in. As a matter of fact, sound the alarm. Okay? The gatekeeper were one of the people who would get this alarm and be on high alert and be on high alert to know not to let that person or let that thing in. And I believe in the realm of the spirit that God wants to release a word for us today about the things that we've been letting into our mind, the things we've been letting into our heart. Because as someone thinks in their heart, so are they. There are some of us on this line right now. We've been watching pornography, watching pornography for years. And watching the pornography is actually the surface. That's the surface of the heart. But the deeper thing of the heart is that spirit of lust is so strong because there was so much rejection that was suffered that you look to that pornography to find that love that you felt you hadn't experienced. And as a result, it's built an idol in that heart to where now you can't shake it or you can't resist it. Now, the Bible says that someone thinks in his heart, so are they. So I want to let you know first, I'm not word cursing you what I'm about to say. I'm just speaking from the scripture. But when you as a gatekeeper are letting this pornography in because of that rejection that has been let in, you're basically saying to someone that you're rejected. That's what the, that's what it's saying. It's saying, I'm rejected. I'm rejected. I'm rejected. I'm rejected. And so as a result, that pornography can be seen on you in the realm of the spirit. Some of us, we've allowed the smoking, whether it's weed, whether it's cigarettes, because of the hardness of heart. The heart has been so hardened for the things that have went on in our life. So now we look to that cigarette or we look to that weed or we look to so 
of us may be snorting it. Maybe you're addicted to opiates, pain pills. You're addicted to sleeping pills. It may be somebody on here addicted to fentanyl. That's the surface. But the deeper thing is the things that you're thinking in your heart. The things that you as a gatekeeper have allowed to be in the heart. And so now what this does by taking these drugs, are you numbing yourself to that thing? As a person thinks in his heart, so are they. But the problem with this mindset, the problem with this thought, and there's some other things I'm going to touch on in a minute, but the problem with this is when you say yes to Jesus, He gave you a new heart. When you say yes to Jesus, your identity was renewed. And now it's about you being transformed by the renewing of your heart. And the Lord is saying that it is time to turn away from those things. Because the way that your heart is being identified is not in alignment with who he has called you to be. There's a reason why this is being done right now. Because of the thing that God is doing in the spirit overall. And calling for people to turn away. To turn away from those things that are not good for them. That are not right for them the things that have been damaging us. God is calling for us to turn turn away from it. And there was an anointing that God has to turn us away from things because Acts 3 verse 26 says he turned us away from our iniquities. And the Lord is saying that you're one with me. You are joint heir with me. When people see you, they see me. And the Lord is not a drug addict. Hallelujah. The Lord is not addicted to pornography. Hallelujah. The Lord does not have a bitter heart, so his mouth is full of cursing. Hallelujah. The Lord does not have a bitter heart, so he's not walking around mean. The Lord isn't full of rejection, so he's not walking around trying to control and trying to manipulate everything. Mm. But why am I saying the Lord? Because you and I are joint heirs with him. We share his heart. And this is a a divine charge to us to come up higher, to come up higher. We're going to say some prayers today to to really break and to really uproot some things today because the Lord is saying it's time out for the things we've been letting into our heart as gatekeepers. We've been enabling toxic behaviors in our heart. 
and it's time for it to shift. Ms. Dion has not told me anything. I just want to preface my comment, okay? I haven't even talked to her, I don't think, in like a week and a half or two weeks, and we wasn't even talking about this line. I'm just saying what I'm sensing in the spirit. Hallelujah. That there are many who've been complacent with just walking around and just being what you consider to be an average, regular person. But as a person thinks in his heart, so are they. So a good question to ask is, how do I think in my heart? How do I see myself in my heart? Because how I see myself in my heart, that's who I am. But who I am needs to measure up with the truth of who God says I am. So if you're on this line, but you're still trying to hold on and be gangster, that's in your heart. That's who you are. But the problem is God didn't call you a gangster. And contrary to some of the rap songs that we've heard, living a gangster lifestyle will take you straight to hell. Okay? Period. We're not trying to go to hell. All of that, God knows my heart. Yeah, God knows our hearts. And he knows if it's wicked or if it's righteous. Just because God knows our heart don't mean we're going to heaven. I could sit up on this call and I could say a whole bunch of fluffy things to you. You know, and, you know, just, just give oh, I just feel so much better listening. But well, look, y'all, at the end of the day, we trying to go to heaven, y'all. We ain't trying to go to hell. Hell is a real place. And it's a whole lot of people in hell. And the Bible even says how hell enlarges itself. Because there are so many people that are going there. Hell is a real place. Just like heaven is a real place. And once we die, everybody don't go to heaven. It's just the reality of what it is. Hallelujah. We want to be careful to work out our salvation with fear and with trembling. That fear is not talking about a carnal fear, but it's talking about the fear of the Lord. And one of the things that God comes to want to shift is our heart because he knows that our heart determines the course of life. So if we think in our heart a certain way, it's going to begin to determine the way that we move. And now the way that we move is going to cause us to end up in the situations we end up in. And the Lord is saying that I want you to turn away. Let me, let me, let me tell you all something. I was doing this with, with our prayer class last week. But in Genesis chapter 6, it talks, it's a verse talking about the imaginations of the heart. And God said how when he saw how the imaginations of the heart were always evil, 
It's like it like mankind, like the human race, had got so infected with evil to where this is all they thought about in their hearts. And it said it grieved God. And he began to repent that he even made mankind. And he was ready to destroy mankind because of all of the evil. This is actually what caused him to speak to Noah and tell him to build the ark. I'm bringing that up because it's a passage that shows how connected God is to our heart and to our thoughts. How we think in our hearts, so so are we. But also how we think in our heart affects God. God has emotions. When God sees that deep hurt inside, it hurts him too. When God sees us and and feels us watching that pornography, it hurts him too, especially if you're saved and watching that pornography. Because now you're subjecting God to watch the pornography too. You're forcing God because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're forcing God to sit there and watch what he created sacred for man and woman to be mocked before his eyes. This is real talk. When we're sitting there and we're doing that cocaine, we're smoking that weed, we're up there smoking them squares and them cigarettes, we're up there popping them edibles, what we are doing is we are allowing that seducing spirit, that high, to come and inhabit our body, which is supposed to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. So now it's the equivalent of, I mean, let me give you this analogy. You got an innocent little child, and they're in this room. And we go in a room, and we literally fill that entire room with all of this smoke. Or we fill the room with this toxic thing in the air to where if the baby smells it, the baby gets affected by its toxicity. That's the equivalent of what we do when we fill our body with these toxic substances. We're literally trying to get Holy Spirit high. Imagine that. This is what we're doing to our body. God is calling for us to turn away from it. Now is the time. Some of us, we have had bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness in our hearts so long. And now since our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit feels that as well. And it keeps them constantly grieved. Grieved. That's why some of us, we may have temporary happiness, but there's not an ongoing joy. Let me help you out in the realm of depression. I'm going to go here with depression right now. I'm going to go here with depression. And I want you to, I want you to hear. Um, matter of fact, let me say this prayer real quick because I know this is gonna sound a little tripped out. What I'm gonna say, some of y'all might be like, "Well, look, you already uh, <laughs> they go in there." 
Now I'm going to go there a little bit more. Because we're talking about a mindset. So we got to challenge that mindset with truth. Proverbs 29, verse 23. It's interesting how the Lord keeps giving me all these Proverbs verses for today. Think about it. We got Proverbs 23, verse 7. As a person thinks in his heart, so are they. We got Proverbs 4.23 that says, um, out of the heart proceeds the issues of life. And then we have Proverbs 29.23, which says, a man's pride will bring him low. But the humble in spirit will obtain honor. A man's pride will bring him low. Now, I'm about to go somewhere here. And, yes, y'all know I will stay on the question line, you know, for a while. You know what I mean? However long. Because I got so much love for Miss Dion and honor for her. But I want y'all to hear me. I've learned this from doing deliverances. Remember, we always stand on Scripture. It says a man's pride brings him low. Depression, that spirit of heaviness. What does depression do? Depression brings us low. Depression brings us to such a low that it can make us feel that we can never recover from it. Depression can bring us so low to where the thoughts of suicide begin to come in or where we just begin to embrace a mindset of saying this is what it's always going to be. So, therefore, we go and we get medications that never take the depression away, that never take the depression away. I'm going to say that again. We go and get medications that never take the depression away. It doesn't. But I'm getting to the root of this thing. This is what I'm touching on. The root of depression is pride. And I want to break it down for you right now because I want you to be free. If you're on here and you're suffering from depression, no condemnation. The Lord wants you to be free. Hallelujah. So I want to break this down for you right now today. The Bible says someone's pride brings them low. But remember, it also talks about how if we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, then he will lift us up. The reason depression goes deep is because what happens is there's a particular thought, but there's a particular memory, usually of pain, usually of trauma, usually of something that causes grief. It's a real thing. God honors it because he knows that it's happened. Let me say that again so we don't misunderstand where I'm going. God honors it. He knows how you feel. He empathizes and sympathizes with your heart and how you're feeling. It's nothing wrong 
with the feeling. The Bible says there's a time to mourn. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. So God understands that. There have been people in the Bible who were depressed. David was depressed. Certain scriptures. Would he would touch on that. But I want you to hear me, and I want you to hear me clearly. That when the grief and the heartbreak, when they began to be exalted in our mind, when they began to be exalted in our mind, when we began to exalt those things above everything, this is when the depression comes in. Because now we've exalted that thing above even God. So now we've, and I'm talking about in our heart. I know nothing can be put over him. But in our heart, we can exalt things or put them on the same level with him. We could put our depression on the same level as him. It's not the depression we're putting on the same level as him. It's the thing that led to the depression that we're putting on the same level as him. So we'll put our grief there. We could put our shame there. Some of us are walking in depression right now because you are still ashamed about certain things that you have done. Some of you on here have slept with other people's husbands, slept with other people's wives. Some of you are addicted to pornography. Some of you are, you are still in shame from your lifestyle before you came in Christ. Some of you all are still walking in shame from backsliding during a certain time in your life. And then when you go to church, it doesn't make it better. Because where you going in the church, they preach at you and preach at you and preach at you and provide no help for you to get any deliverance. So now you, you walk away feeling just as horrible as you, uh, uh, even more horrible than you did when you came in there. No knock to the church, just saying overall what it is. Some of you all can't break free of that depression because you still ascribe to a particular belief or theology of a religious mindset. I know there are some denominations on here. You know, and again, I'm not against denominations, but what I'm saying is the moment that we exalt our denominational belief above the knowledge of God, now we're out of order. Hallelujah. God wants us to be free. God wants us to be free. Let's say that again. God wants us to be free. And it grieves his heart when he sees us in depression as believers, when we are the light of the world. What Jesus says, joy I give you. Come on, that you may remain full. Do you know that the kingdom of God, first of all, is not something we're waiting for? Let's start that mindset shift right there. Romans 14, verse 17 says the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom is not something we're waiting for. 
The kingdom is here. Jesus said, if I cast out devils by the, by the finger of God, then the, the kingdom of God has come unto you. Last I checked, Jesus was casting out devils, so therefore the kingdom of God has come. And we're still casting out devils. The kingdom of God is here. It's not a physical kingdom we're waiting for. We're not waiting for some kingdom to come out of the sky and come here. No, the kingdom of God is here now. And Romans 14, verse 17 says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And the Lord wants us to shift out of this religious thinking in our heart and embrace kingdom theology. The declaration of this line is a kingdom a kingdom declaration. You're declaring victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so since righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost are three things that are innate to the kingdom, those three things God desires to be innate in our heart, in our being, or in our minds. So that means if there are areas where we're struggling that are taken away from our peace, that are taken away from our joy, that are taken away from our righteousness, the Lord will supply the adequate amount of anointing to shift you out of that, to establish you in a kingdom mindset. But we want to make the choice to humble our mindset to the mighty hand of God. So going back to the depression, the depression happens from us exalting that particular grief, that shame. Again, I'm not discounting what the grief is, what the shame is, what the pain is. No, not at all. It's real. We all go through it. Remember how I started off talking about that word think also means to act as a gatekeeper. See, when we let that in and begin to exalt it, yeah, we feel it, we deal with it. But when we begin to exalt it in our minds, we want to be, we we want to be assertive in saying, hey, this grief is in my heart. Hey, these things are in my heart. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I want to issue this charge to us today. It's time out for us walking around and making these confessions that are contrary to even the actual prayer call that we're coming on and joining. See, if we just coming on a declare victory call and we're not trying to declare victory in our own lives, we being religious. We being religious. You just saying declare victory for the sake of the saying declare victory. Come on. We need to start declaring victory. We need to start declaring the word of God. Hey, this is the way that I feel. But instead of me looking to that weed, looking to that cocaine, looking to that fornication, looking to that masturbation, looking to that pornography, instead of looking to that, I'm going to start looking to the word of God to be my supplement. 
Come on. Come on. I'm going to use this word of God to fight this particular thing. For real. Instead of looking to these pills, I'm going to look to this word of God. And when I'm talking about pills, I'm not talking about for, um, for bodily health. You know, like, for instance, if you got, you know, a heart disease or, you know, high blood pressure, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about issues of the heart. We want to start looking to the Lord. We're struggling with control, manipulation, because we got so much rejection inside. Come on. God wants to heal that rejection. Hallelujah. Pride brings us low. At the end of the day, pride is what brings us low. I'm not talking about low from the aspect of humility. No, 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 no. That pride brings us to that depressed state. God wants to heal us today. So we're going to say, so renunciations to deal. We want, we want to, I, I want the spirit of the Lord to really come in and deal with the pride of our heart this week. Hmm. This area of pride in our heart. Yeah. Pride. Leviathan is the king of the children of pride. See, the enemy ain't going to tell you that that pride is behind that depression because he's having too much fun making saints miserable. Yeah. But it's the exaltation of that particular thing of trauma to where that's the thing that's governing our lives. That's our idol. That's what we look to when we wake up. That's what we look to throughout the day. Now we base everything off of that. It becomes our God. Again, please, I bind the spirit of confusion and I lose the spirit of peace. In no way did I say, in no way did I say, yo, that uh, you can't be sad about a situation. In no way did I say that. I said, when it gets exalted, there's a difference. God wants us to break free of depression. He wants us to be able to, if we go through things, we go through things. But he still wants us to come out of it whole. There's too many believers committing suicide. Too many believers, like, with with hardness of heart. Too many believers hardened to sin. It's it's time for a, a complete mindset shift. I'm so happy that this woman of God is being bold enough to step into this area. I even want to say a prayer for her as well. And, again, I ain't talked to her about none of this. Whether she's on the line or not, we can still send the word of God to her to really pray for her. Because I know that when you're venturing in this area, there are probably attacks. Some of you all, you've allowed yourself to be used by the enemy to attack this woman of God. By the way, she ain't told me nothing. I don't know nothing. 
I'm just saying what I feel by the Spirit. If some of you all have attacked her, whether talking about her behind her back, whether whether hitting her up, whether being disrespectful on this line. And we need to call it what it is right now. That's that demon inside of you manifesting against her because the thing that she is releasing is trying to pull you out of the cave and the darkness that you're in. And so those demons that have been having fun kicking your tail in that cave are bucking up against her, saying, no, leave us alone. We like it here. Some of you all, in the simple act of repentance, you're going to get some deliverance. And you literally hit, literally hitting that woman up saying, I'm sorry. No, not sending no little text message. No, that's lame. No, do it with the same energy that you did it with. Call them. If you don't have a number, find a way to get in touch with them. Inbox them. Hey, can I talk to you? I need to apologize. It's going to release such a supernatural force or a surge. Some of you have been mad at her because she's been challenging you, or maybe you've, you've projected, you know how they're using these, these new age terms now, you know, the counseling and the therapy and the projecting. You know what I'm saying? You, you've projected some stuff on her, maybe because of what other speakers have said or other people have said. Come on. We want to check our hearts. It's not our brain we're dealing with. It's our heart. A mindset shift means a heart shift because the mind is in the heart. I showed you all that earlier. The mind is in the heart. That's why he says as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Not as he thinks in his brain, as he thinks in his heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is a call for a heart shift. Being real with your heart. Looking at your heart. Why am I really doing this? What is my true motive? And if you're struggling in that area, it's okay. Let me tell you something that will always discern the right motive. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. The word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and of spirit and into the joints and in the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God will discern our intentions in our hearts or in our mind. The word of God will tell you, yeah, you saying you going over here uh, to that place because, you know, part of you wants to go see that person, but the underlying factor is you really coming to see that man and you want him to notice you. That's, that's part of the reason why you're really going over there. And if it's part of the reason, it's, it's actually a big part of the reason. Come on. We want to be real with ourselves. I could feel in the realm of the spirit a pin drop right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> An anointed pin drop going on. 
But we're going to face the renunciations right now against that spirit of pride. And let me tell you something. If you are mad and upset with me, I understand. I understand. It's okay. I actually get excited. You know, I found out one time that this school that I was leading these prayer walks at, I found out that the lady says out of all the speakers they have, and they put up flyers for all the speakers, but mine and one other person, whenever they put up our flyers, like with our faces on it, somebody goes throughout the whole school and tears the flyers down. I got excited. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, yes. You know, that means I'm I'm really doing some Jesus stuff. You know, if I'm really preaching Jesus, everybody is, should not be comfortable with it. It's got to be one or two, something. But that demon is like, no. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. I know it's not you. I know who it is. And we're going to deal with it accordingly. By the way, this is the love um, and light portion of the call and victory portion of the call. Hallelujah. I'm sorry I didn't went a little long today. I'm just feeling this thing so strong in my heart and in my spirit. To, to touch on this, I know that the anointing of God is being released to bust up some areas of the heart. And so I want you all to repeat this after me. And then any comments you want to share, any, really anything, even if you disagree, that is, I, I am so okay with that. I really, really am. Hallelujah. The Bible says, come, let us reason together. Hallelujah. And let me throw in this portion right here. This just popped up in my spirit. Some of you are abusing your spouse. That that literally popped up in my heart. It popped up earlier and I discounted it, but it's coming up to me again. Some of you on here are beating your spouse. How can you love the bride of Christ and you don't first love your spouse at home? Some of you may not be physically abusing your spouse, but you're mentally abusing your spouse. You want to ask the Lord, Lord, am I mentally abusing my spouse? Am I verbally abusing my spouse? And and I'm not talking about man, a man on a woman. I'm talking about a man to a woman and a woman to a man. Because it's the men on here I'm picking up that may be doing that. And there's some women I'm picking up that may be doing that. I pray that the spirit of the fear of the Lord is resting on this line right now. You want to ask the Lord, Lord, am I mentally abusing my spouse? Am I verbally abusing my spouse? Come on, because how we treat our spouse is how we treat his bride. We, if we can't take care of our spouse, how are we going to take care of, of someone else's spouse? Because the church is, is the spouse of Jesus. It's time for that mindset to shift. For us to stop abusing our spouses just because our negative mindset of how we see the opposite sex. Because of some trauma or rejection that happened to us from our own parents. 
or maybe an old heartbreak. And so now we're taking it out on that person. Hallelujah. Want you all to repeat after me today. If you're still here. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, 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 I ain't say on mute. Please don't unmute. Please don't unmute. Just just keep yourself muted, please. Y'all know I couldn't just say all of this heavy stuff and not crack a joke. I'm just saying. But please, keep your phone muted. I want you to repeat after me. (laughs) Please repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I renounce and come out of agreement with all pride haughtiness, arrogance, ego, mental exaltation, family pride, religious pride, cultural pride. In the name of Jesus, Father, I confess pride is sin. And I ask you to forgive me for walking in pride. Today, I declare before heaven and earth that pride will no longer be my guide. I let down the walls of pride today. I let down the walls of self-protection today. I let down the walls of every ideology, every philosophy, every mindset that has been developed in me that makes me want to protect myself instead of using the word of God to protect me. All carnal walls of protection that I have erected in my heart, I say today, come down. I come out of agreement with you. You will no longer be the thing that protects my heart, that guards my heart. I decree this day that salvation is in my walls, according to Isaiah. I decree today that the Lord is a wall of fire around me. I decree today that the word of God is my wall. Thank you, Lord, that you are being my wall of safety. And so I invite the spirit of the Lord into these areas of my heart where pride, haughtiness, Ego, arrogance, family pride, religious pride, cultural pride, street pride, societal pride has been operating. Spirit of God, release your life into these areas that have been decaying 
because of pride. Produce a mindset shift in me. I decree the word of God in my life to act as an incorruptible seed. Romans 12, verse 2, I give you permission to be planted in my heart today. That says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable will of God. Let the will of God come forth in my heart in the name of Jesus. I command every thought that I have exalted above the knowledge of God to come down now in the name of Jesus. Every thought of grief, sorrow, anxiety, nervousness, stress, pain, heartbreak, rejection, hurt, despair, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, violence. I command you to come down today. No longer do you have permission to be exalted in my heart. I command every spirit and every mindset of control, manipulation, Jezebel, to come down now in the name of Jesus. I exalt the name of Jesus. I command every spirit of passivity and Ahab to come down now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that has been working in tandem with control and pride, I break up your confederation now in the name of Jesus, and I command you to come down. I decree the walls of salvation being erected in my life. I decree new freedom, new joy, new life, breaking forth like never before in the name of Jesus. I decree a mindset shift. Lord, let this be a week where you begin to highlight to me those things that you are plucking up according to Matthew that says, whatever the Father did not plant, he plucks up. Let this be a week of plucking up things in my heart that are not good for me. And I decree this day, Wisdom, let the wisdom of God fill my heart. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you that I will have riches, honor, a long life, a renewed mind, a blessed mind, that I will dwell safely and be quiet from fear of evil because I embrace wisdom. 
I embrace wisdom today. Let the spirit of wisdom fill my life. I am full of wisdom. I am full of the wisdom of God. Let the fear of the Lord increase in my life. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord, had, the Lord had, I had had a encounter a couple of weeks ago, and the Lord had told me that he's doing a series on turning away. And what he was signifying to me was there's an anointing being released to turn away from things in this season like never before. Even though we might see some turning away from the things of God, he wants to let the church and the body know, come on, that that this is a season where you're going to experience or feel like help, like none other, to turn away. Hallelujah. To turn away from the things of the world, to turn away from the things that have been keeping you held in bondage. Come on, where you may have felt in times past that it was so hard, you're going to feel a new grace to turn away. God is releasing a spirit of grace upon you to turn away to these things because he's calling us up higher. He wants us to prosper and walk in the things of him. Hallelujah. And experience righteousness, peace, and joy, but also to rule and reign on the earth before you get to heaven. Hallelujah. So I bless you all today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So we opening up the call. I know we done went a little long. Hopefully there's still one person on here and I ain't chased everybody away. Hallelujah. If you want to say something, shout out, whatever. If you got a question, all of that, let's just get right to it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. Brother Phil, I was praying for you as you delivered that meaty word. Um, I'm I'm so thankful. I, I, I you know, I'm just thankful for the Holy Ghost. Um, and I'm thankful as I searched my heart this morning, I realized I have the pride I had the pride of independence, feeling like mm. I needed to make sure that you know, my husband is gone. I don't I don't have anybody to, well, I do, I have God, but you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, after yeah, being yeah. with somebody for so long, more than half my life, you know, being with somebody so long who I was so used to depending on for helping me to, you know, we made decisions together and then that transition to do and making sure, okay, now do I have this? And I got to make sure I have this aside. And I just tell you the timing of the Holy Ghost is so incredible. Um, I listened to a message that talked about being the righteousness of God and, and his joy and pleasure that he gets in helping us and how much he desires to help us, help us and how we are his righteousness. And then here you come with the declaration. So thank you. Um, I have mm-hmm. repented from the pride of independence and I'm going, mm-hmm. I am leaning, leaning on Jesus, leaning on, on. on Jesus. Safe and secure from all leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I love you, man of God. 
Love you too. I love that. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. That's my sister. Tanya, I love you, sis. Thank you. Oh, my God. I feel like whew, you said so much, but what hit me the most is that we only experience happiness but never ongoing joy because of all that we have allowed the enemy to trick us in. Oh, my yeah. God. That, that, a lot of things, generational stuff is what I I keep hearing. You said there are some things that we are, I'm, I'm going to go back to the spirit of lust. Because if that's all you've ever known, a lot of us may have been tampered yeah. with as children. So that's all yeah. you know. You don't even know the difference between love and lust. And so I'm glad yeah. that you called out all that stuff, the pornography, the just even people making other people idols. Thank you for releasing people that call in here mad or are walking around mad because they just don't know they need deliverance. The enemy has a lot of us in chokeholds. But it's generational mm-hmm. stuff is what we need to declare. We're free from that. Whatever we were born into, God to release it. We have become generationally depressed too. And that's pride. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there's pride we don't even know we have. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I'm with my yeah, sister Jan. I can't sing right now because my husband will probably walk up the door. But even thank you for <laughs> when you said being mean and you don't just just that mindset shift that we need. Just need to check yeah. the heart, right? Thank you for Hebrews four and twelve. Thank you that that self protection because that's what I keep hearing. That wall of fire that the Lord has around us because we are in some of us because of we've been so hurt and so damaged. And I'm going to go back to that spirit of lust because to me, that's one of the biggest ones people don't think. You you go on a, you pray to the Lord, but you're watching pornography, adultery, all of that yeah. stuff. Because the to me, if you were even conception, I was telling my, thank you, Holy Spirit, I was telling my grown children to be mindful because all this, you that's not love. If you're going from this one to that one and all these babies are being conceived out of lust, they're going to grow up in that thing. So you're not going to know the difference. So I thank mm. you. And listen, I, I messed around and saw it come out in Jesus' name, bro. So you know I'm on a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Yo. yo, I'm officially, I'm officially scared of you today. Officially. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, warrior, come out and play. You came down <laughs> each aisle, each street. You didn't leave nobody out. I love the fact that you said if you get on this line every day, that you just getting on for the sake of something to do. You, you, I par- kind of paraphrased it, or the way you said it, it was on point. But to God be the glory, a lot of times, um, I know pride doesn't look like what it looks like on me, what it looks like on you, but it's still pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, these these no limit spiritual soldiers, you Dion Canyon, Lady Liz, hey, taking no prisoners, making it plain and simple. I absolutely love you, man of God. Thank you for man, making sure that too. we are free, that we walk heavily in the Word of God. No, no leaning, no, no, no half stepping, no none of that. It's time out for what you thought you heard in religion, and what you're doing for real, for real, for Jesus. I love you, man. Thank yes. you. Amen. Good morning, uh, Brother Phil. Man, you didn't tell us up today. 
All right. Is there a line of repentance? Because uh, we need to all probably be getting in there and just kind of just hang in. And one of the uh, one of the uh, repenter uh, pre preachers, <laughs> such as yourself, will be right on in to uh, release you of that. And whatever you're holding on this morning, it's a good time for all of us to just let go and let God have His way. Thank you for mm. uh, stretching out this morning. You went on the highway. I mean, you can drove right on in from out of uh, your city, Chicago, down here to <laughs> California. You hit me all over this morning. So, you know, we do. All of us are guilty of something when it comes to the word. But I loved it uh, how you, you know, allowed. You set it up where everybody that's on this line, none of us are perfect. We don't even try to be, but um, not try to be, but we are, we're not all there yet. And I just want you to know, you really, just that few minutes, the little snippet at the end, just messed me all up. So I'm, I will say this, it is a place of repentance. If you're here today and that's what you need to do, just, just push off that button. Because you said some of them come on there and they're mad at the people that's speaking. And because we, <laughs> we're just giving you the word <laughs> so on this morning. If there's anyone here, you know, this is a good place to let go and let God have it. So thank you, Brother Phil. Keep doing what you do. Call him out. Man, <laughs> man thank you. And I want to say, yo, you know, to everybody, shoot, it start with me first. Please understand. I'll tell y'all, shoot, whatever I'm talking, I can start with me first. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Scooch Anybody over. else? Scooch over. <laughs> Scooch over a little so I can get on there. Hey, brother. Hey, Phil. Yeah. This is Gloria. Gloria, what up? Hey, bro. Good morning. God bless you, man of God. Thank you for coming for everything that was ho- that had been trying to hold us back, holding us back. Thank you for mm-hmm. um, allowing Holy Spirit to use you to let us to to remind me that it's the little the little things that this will corrupt the whole loaf. So I thank God for deliverance from my 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 self-mindedness that this is okay and that'll be all right just because, you know, it's all right. You know, it's just something for a little fun. No, it's not. It's not. Something mm. for a little fun. Nah, nope. Anything that takes my attention away from who God made me to be and who God is in my life is not just a little thing. So I appreciate you, brother. I love you. And I thank God that I walk out free this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Eight, no, past seven. Give it all you got. Give it all you got. Yes. Oh, oh, we surrender. Oh, Jesus. I surrender all. Thank you, uh, Lord, for stopping on by to declare victory this morning so that we can all be free. Love you, man of God. That was a great, great word. It stung, but it was good. I love it. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Mrs. Good morning. I, I, good morning, Mrs. Mary. 
I just want to thank God for your boldness. I think that I wish God um, would continue to hold you up, that you will never change your presentation, who you are. Because, mm. you know, in this time, it's just really time out for kind of tippy-toeing through the meadows and stuff. It's just not that time anymore. It's got to be real time. This real talk and real time. And all of us have something we're trying to deal with. But we got to put that shame aside and listen to what thus says the Lord and not just hear it, but adhere and walk in it. So I'm so grateful for your strength to stand boldly and declare what some of us and other people just might walk around and try to pretend it's not happening. But I thank God for your boldness, and I thank God for all of the things that he confirmed on this place this morning, not just for me, but for many others that may never admit it. I don't know. I don't. I, that's not my call. But I just thank God for you, and I pray that your boldness continue, because this time, this is what we need. And so I'm grateful for you. Thank you, God. Hmm. Amen. Thank you, Sora. God bless you. Now you say, to God be all the glory. Come on. Hallelujah. Good morning, Good morning, Brother Phil. This is Persistent Priscilla. Hey, I just want to say thank you. Um, you said so much. You know, God is amazing because I almost didn't get on this morning. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, um, Philip's on the line. Um, it's a good word because he gave me a dream that correlate that correlated with this word mm-hmm. that you spoke, and I was writing the dream down and I was trying to get it all, and so but I was missing declare victory at the same time, and so I jumped on, and I was so glad I did because a lot of times I miss it um when I'm in a, a like a juxtaposition like that, a lot of times I just go with what I think I should be doing. But it's okay. I'm so glad I got on. You said so much, but the bottom line for me was so much. But the bottom line is that you've looked at the root of every single issue that it is and that all of us could relate to it in some kind of way because and then you then you covered it with the word of God, which 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 gave you some freedom in it, in understanding that God empathizes and sympathizes and sees it and knows it, and you can be delivered from it. And then you looked at the church and the church how you get a word every Sunday and you're listening intently, but there's no no avenue or no way to get help because the church doesn't necessarily provide that. Not all churches. And and then you talked about because it's kingdom living. It's not religious. It's kingdom living. And so your mind had to focus in on that. And, and, and it was just so freeing. I can't even, you know, and then you said God gives us, there's a new grace, a new grace that's being released right now for us to turn away from those things to receive it and to walk in that, all authority. And he wants us to be successful on this side before we get to heaven. I just loved it. There was so much. I couldn't stop writing. I wanted to get on. I wanted to hear every single thing you had to say because I could feel, I could sense 
You know how you wake up in the air and sometimes you smell summer? I smelled freedom. And I just want to say thank you, man, to God so much. I'm so glad you had an encounter with him and that he said some things to you. I want to have an encounter one day, too. Anyway, (laughs) bless Mm. you, man, to God. Love you so much. Thank you. Well, let me tell you this. Every single person on here, um, we all have, for lack of a better term, a godly dream type. And this is what I mean. If you are a person of God, I'm not saying this can't happen with people who aren't in God, but I'm speaking specifically to the saints of God right now. And I'm saying saints of God, we all have dreams where God will visit you. But what it is is he will come as an actual person. And we want to ask God, who is that person that you show up as in a dream to me? And God will begin to show you that person. He'll reveal that person to you. Because usually he comes, and a lot of times it's in the form of a minister or somebody like that. Okay? But ask him. Just because it's a minister doesn't mean it's God. But there are certain types he will come as. And um, I'm telling you, it will begin to bring a lot of clarity even to your dreams and even certain things God wants you to do. Um, um, you know, and so he's showing up in your dream. So I want you to be mindful to ask him about that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Did somebody else want to share? Yes, I did. Good morning. This is LaShare. Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, yeah, hey. Hi. Um, I'm really grateful for your uh, work this morning and what you shared. I got on the call kind of late. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to catch that much. Kind of catch the end of it. Um, but I feel like it was meant for your work, your message to go on a little longer just so I could really um, catch and understand, you know, what you were talking about. Because I didn't know, like, what message was from. I just kind of heard you going into, like, things that people struggle with or different, like, addictions and things like that. And um, it really went well with my daily devotional that I read typically before I get on the call, but I was running late this morning. So, um, but it was from James uh, 1, 2, and uh, 5, basically talking about having patience when you're going through trials and counting it all joy um, and how God will give you wisdom and things of that nature. And um, I had been thinking recently about different things I experienced when I was a little bit younger and how no one was really saying a lot of the things that we really do struggle with daily and that people really do experience um, and how no one was really like just making it very plain like this is what's happening and this is what's out there and this is what you should do Um, and it kind of reminded me of a time when uh, phones were changing and we were getting apps and Apple was like there's an app for that and it was reminding me how the different things that we go through there's a scripture for that God has a word for that um, it's not that he's unaware or doesn't know the things that we go through or that we experience it's already in his word on what to do and how to go about it but I think it's really up to us as um, the body to express that and to um, demonstrate that and live um a more godly way in front of others, not just, of course, for the world to see, but for our families, for to break those generational things that I think what NTD was talking about. Like, it really starts with us. I know that's one thing you said. It starts with me 
Um, and I think even that would have even helped myself in my growth and like in my walk with God was being able to see people really, really living out the word and then also really having just very plain and open conversations about these different things that we struggle with. Um, I know my perspective was that there were some things I could take to God and there were some things, I don't know, I just felt like I needed to fix this. Like I needed to work on this. And it was something that I didn't even pray about because I just felt, I don't know if it was a, a large amount of shame or what, but I just felt like I needed to deal with this. And I would say literally from uh Easter message that I received, um, I discovered that maybe I was not trusting God in the way that he's asking us to, which is to really have faith and cast all your cares and give everything to him, and that he's that powerful, that good, and that loving to help us to really break us free of these different things um, because he wants to and because he loves us that much, that there isn't anything, one, that we can keep from him because he's all-knowing, but we don't have to be ashamed or anything like that. Like, he can... You can take all of your problems to him. You can take all of the addictions that we struggle with um, to him. And I felt like with all that he experienced going to the cross and dying for us, it's almost insulting to not do that and to hide that because he gave so much um, for us and for us to be free and for us to have everlasting life um, than to go and take our little problems that we think are probably big or other people make us feel bad for and to hide them and feel like it's something that we have to um, struggle with or try to fix or fix ourselves before we get to him when he's the one that is able to do all of that. Um, so I'm really grateful for uh, your word this morning um, because it needs to be said. And there's so many ways to say it and so many thing, avenues um, to share these things, but I, I felt like, you know, it really does need to be said. And it's not always going to feel nice. All these things are not, like, covered in sugar and, and candy and sprinkles. It's going to taste a little bitter. Um, but I, I really am uh, grateful for what you shared this morning. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, woman of God. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Didi again. Listen. Oh, so you talked about you felt a shift because you know when we're not understand things, and me being raised in a, a Methodist church and. You know, even with spiritual warfare, I'm so grateful that I was able to to take um, some classes and get to really get to open up and understand. And so, um, he touched on so many avenues. And like like I think somebody said, yeah, Rochelle might have said it. He came, he went down each street, and he touched on just a lot of things that we've made um, idols. I don't even think a lot of people realize, even when it comes to people, some people not going to listen if a certain people not declaring. Just like some people will leave church if a certain pastor's not there. And so you got to be careful with even that. And thank you for covering Dion and even the other people who are called with a charge to get people free and deliverance. And I didn't realize how many believers don't believe that they need deliverance, don't believe that there's some things that they've tapped into. And so while I'm thinking about just growing up the way that I grew up and being exposed to some things, 
I'm grateful that at 55, I'm able to see it and not fear it. Because there was a time when I would fear people who was casting out or saying things. I had an aunt, she passed away, and she was so on point, and she would tell me things. And people around her were, were thinking she was weird, she was crazy. But no, I understood her. And it's like you said, folks get mad, but that's not them. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. So it's such, so big that if you don't get it, you can't fear it. You can't, even the night, because I, I, I still have night um, attacks, right? My husband has told me some things I don't I don't remember that used to make me afraid. But now I'm like, I'm bringing it on. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand who I am, what I'm called to. And so I just appreciate how you bring it just so gangster with like no no limit but you can't fear it. you better understand it so you that generational stuff can be cut off because if not what you're doing is just giving it over to your babies and grandbabies and and it's not you got to know what you're fighting and how to fight because it's real i just want to say thank you for that and just how you called it out if you hanging up mad if you're feeling the way that you that some needs to be delivered and again, that I, I hope they bring come out in Jesus' name back because even once I watched that, there's some things that just I didn't know I was wrestling with, bro. Like it's like, ugh. Listen, so listen, thank you. Yeah, you for real. Hold on. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. They did bring it back. As a matter of fact, I went and saw. So they added the the deliverance portion back in the movie at the very end. I went and saw it yesterday, and deliverance broke out in the movie theater. And I was ministering some deliverance in a movie theater yesterday. So they brought it. So listen, um, it's going to be back out as well next Sunday. Oh, so cool. go and look it. Yeah, go and look it up. They put the deliverance portion. Listen, that mass deliverance thing in there mm. is, is legit. It's legit. On the real. I saw it yesterday. It's legit. Jesus' name. 
It's in it's in the major movie theaters. So y'all look it up because they 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 showing it. They showed it yesterday, and they're gonna show it again. Um, they're gonna show it again Sunday. So y'all look it up, and that mass deliverance on there, it's going down. <laughs> It was here for yeah. days only, though, um, the 10th and the 11th at certain no, theaters. No, it was, no, it was everywhere around the nation. It was only the 10th and the 11th. I'll oh, okay, so you, that, that. you said there, it's back. Okay, I'm going to look. And just yeah, hope. yeah. Good. I'm telling you, a couple of days ago, they made an announcement because I guess it's making so much money. So oh, they made an this announcement. This Friday. That this Friday, okay. Bri- yeah, what did you say? It's in. It's playing Friday in Vallejo. There you go. Go check it out. I'll be back. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, it's called it's called the Deliverance Edition because at the end they got the mass and the mass deliverance is like thirty minutes. Oh, it's real. Oh, listen, that mass deliverance is real. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> it went it went out in that movie theater yesterday. Lord. Jesus. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. I ain't going to tell talk about that. It went down in that movie theater. Okay? I was up in there for about an hour and a half. <laughs> Deliverance in the movie theater. Yo, I'm telling you. Popcorn and all flying, I know. Listen, <laughs> listen, y'all. I'm te- Listen, yeah. I am not exaggerated. I'm telling y'all, you talking to somebody, I went and saw it back on the 10th or the 11th, whatever. You know, I was disappointed. I was, I was, I was happy for the, first of all, let me say, to say that I'm overjoyed that a movie about deliverance is on the big screen is an understatement. So I was excited. There was the other part of me, I wanted to see the mass deliverance. So when I heard they was bringing it back out and they calling it the deliverance edition where they was going to put it in there, I said, oh, I'm going to see it. And let me tell you how serious I was about it. Y'all, the only theater out here that they were showing it at for the deliverance edition was in a place called Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake is like an hour and 20 minutes for me, okay? I went and drove out to Crystal Lake. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm up in that theater, Minister Deliverance, I still remember these uh, this one set of people I ministered to, and they was thanking me and thanking me, and they was like, yeah, where you from? And I told them I'm from Chicago. They was like, well, I was like, listen, I said, I drove out here for this, okay? Don't get it twisted. I'm telling y'all, that mass deliverance at the end, when I say it's thorough on point, and it's like, I'm, it's not as like, they wrote it for the movie theater. They literally are saying, you are in the movie theater. And he starts off with witchcraft and just goes there. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, they don't pull no punches. It ain't sanitized. None of that. They going in, y'all. And it had a whole, and he tell everybody in the movie theater, stand up. <laughs> everybody stand up. <laughs> we started doing the renunciation. And it started going down up in that joint. For real. I'm telling y'all, if y'all can, look, if you know somebody struggling, 
and they don't believe in deliverance. Look, sneak them into that movie. I'm telling you right now, they will get the deliverance at the end of their best deliverance. I'm telling you. Now I see. I, I see why the whole nation was manifested in the movie theater, and they had to take that part out. I, I saw it. I saw it yesterday. I said, oh, oh okay, because it goes down for real. Oh, Phil. That that makes yeah. sense now because when we saw we we the end left us like oh my god like we knew there was more but we still couldn't leave either right right so that makes sense they put that back in I am you so oh, that's gonna listen, be amazing listen. see see what it did was at the beginning of that that one that y'all saw is the same one I saw that first time and they he says at the very beginning like they they you know, don't have that part in there, but you could go to the website and watch it or whatever. But they put it back. Because, you know, I guess it was so much uproar because it was movie theaters all over the country. People was manifesting. And the movie workers ain't know what to do. Because <laughs> people manifest. But when I saw it yesterday, I see why. It's a real, legit mass deliverance. And it's not like we participated in a mass deliverance that we happen to just watch them do somewhere else. No, it's targeted for the movie theater. He's saying, you are watching right now in the movies. He's in there by himself. He's like, we're going to do this mass deliverance, right? He does a mass deliverance for the people in the movie theater. Oh, my gosh. It's off the chain. <laughs> it's off the chain. For real. Look, I was so locked into the message this morning, I forgot just that quick. <laughs> That's what was happening with me yesterday morning and afternoon. Hallelujah. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, go see it, y'all. Y'all go to Vallejo, whatever, and I'm telling you this. Grab y'all some paper towels or some napkins or whatever. Look, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going down at the end. Y'all go see what I'm saying. <laughs> Woof, Lord have mercy. Maybe you want to go back where they show it again on the thirtieth. <laughs> Lord. What's the name of it, Phil? It's called Come Out in Jesus' Name. Okay. Thank you, man of God. Man, thank you. Lord. This might be my favorite movie of all time right now. I'm telling you, that thing was that mass deliverance, y'all, was was everything. He he go in, okay? He go all the way in. <laughs> hey Phil, he cleaning it up. Oh, he cleaning it up for the summer. Now, I was just saying, you, we were always talking about we doing stuff for the summer. I'm gonna have a summer body. Oh, you are gonna have a summer spirit this time? How about Listen. that? Listen, you might have a summer body too, cause look, he called out. I think he called out overeating, and uh, you know, <laughs> like yo, he, he did. He did it in the first one. I, I caught out all that stuff. It was third. When I tell you, it was third. When I tell you that man's deliverance was, it was third row. I'm telling you, like everybody in the movie theater, white was standing and participating. Like it's that captivating. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was participating. You know, you look around, people on their knees, it's people <laughs> like, yo, I like, for real, for real. And then he even say on there, yo, 
anybody in the theater right now that's workers or that operating this. Like, yo, go help them out. Go get like it's on like it sets it up so perfectly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, like at the end after the mass deliverance was over, I I just shouted out because I was so hyped. I, y'all have no idea how hyped I was. I never look by the end of that. I said, look, anybody else need some old prayer? You know what I'm saying? People are like, yeah, me, 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 me. <laughs> oh, man. Like, y'all, because it get lit in there just off that field. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. People on their knees, people crying out, everything. What? No shame up in there. Because, you know, it's dark and all that anyway. It's the movie theater. Man. <laughs> man. Hey, Phil. Phil, how did, it, how did it feel to be physically trolling? Well, what, what's that feeling? Like? <laughs> you said physically trolling. No, I wasn't trolling. That was. Trolling. I know you wasn't, but you know what I mean. I just to be in the in the place where you know you have them listen. all together and it didn't require listen. nothing but to indulge. In, listen, just, just this this a lifestyle. So I was, I was, you know what I'm saying. We better. I'll I'll just I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to see this on the big screen. Like I, that's something I never thought I would see, man. And Damn. I mean, it's legit, yo. What's the? Do you remember? I'm I'm trying to look online because it was a pastor in it that I'm not gonna tell it, but people are gonna see it. But he was uh he got delivered. He he was a pastor, and they made it. They focused on him because he even talked about once he um put online his deliverance that a lot of people were turned off and it became a big thing because he was a, a minister and so i think it threw a lot of people off because a pastor came to get delivered you remember he was a young guy and they showed him um getting manifested i mean i'm gonna look it up and i might be able to send you his name because i want to i want to trying to look for him on just his web which i thought maybe you might have known who that was i don't know but i'm gonna tell y'all like this look that movie that that deliverance part was so impactful that the ministry, uh, the ministry that I go and serve at on Sunday nights, hub, the lady uh, Nancy, she went and saw it the first time, and deliverance broke out in the theaters. So she literally is doing a whole conference at the end of May, May 26th through 29th, where she gonna have uh, the dude Greg Locke and that Vlad dude. She gonna have them headlining the whole thing. We, <laughs> we about to have a whole deliverance uh, conference, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, like I'm telling y'all, if y'all get a chance, you know, you want to pull somebody there that ain't into it, I'm telling you, they would get some deliverance at the end of that movie. I'm telling you right now, that when them credits go up, he come on with that man's deliverance, and it's, it's directly targeted to the people in the movie. He's talking directly to us. Oh, it's good. Jesus. Anybody else? (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I love y'all. Say this prayer. Let y'all roll. Hallelujah, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
Father, we thank you for your love that never fails. Lord, thank you for this line. Thank you, Lord. You said the heavens declare your righteousness. Lord, I come into agreement now with that clarion call to declare victory. We decree victory is being declared, victory in the mind, victory in the heart, victory in the mindset. Father, we thank you now that there is a shifting that is taking place. Lord, that you are uprooting up minds out of the ground that is not good. Hallelujah. Lord, and rerooting us, resetting us, Father. Lord, in good foundation, in good ground. Lord, I bless every mind, every mind, Lord, that, that has participated on this call today. Every mind, Lord, even those that are not on this call, but they get on during the month. Lord God, let the rivers of living water be released to saturate and nourish every mind. Father, I pray now, Lord, that you're blessing your daughter, Dion, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That you're being a wall of protection around her. Lord God, as she goes forth with this apostolic commission that you have given her to declare victory. Father, we bless her. Lord, we bless this line. We say let it continue to prosper and bear fruit. Let great transformation continue to come forth for, from the renewing of the mind. In Jesus' name, let destinies come forth. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Man, God bless y'all. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Hallelujah. God bless you, Phil. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a super dope day. God bless you, Phil, and everybody. God bless you. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. Love y'all. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. Deliverance is yours. Yes.